and welcome to another episode of the Burt's Books Podcast. It is the evening of Thursday the 3rd of February and I've got to say, it feels like February is going on forever. And I know that sounds crazy because January is like super mega long, but February just, it feels like we should be way past the 3rd already. Anyway, enough of that. Uh, I actually finished reading the books that I'm going to tell you about today last night. But I got up super early this morning, and instead of recording this podcast, I got up and I finished editing and published the Miranda Dickinson episode of Shelf Life. If you haven't heard it yet, go and find the Shelf Life podcast. It's uh, a brilliant interview. Uh, I loved chatting to her. She's got loads of stuff to say. She's one of those bubbly people that uh, you just can't help really liking and I just loved chatting to her but then I would say that because I just love chatting to people about books in general anyway. Uh, where have I got to this week? So uh, a bit emotional this week I uh, waved goodbye to Terence uh, the car he was he came and was picked up and uh, he was scrapped uh, well I presume he's been scrapped he's been, he's been taken away he's no longer my responsibility I feel a bit a little bit bad and I hope that actually maybe he's gone to live on a nice farm somewhere and is enjoying his retirement. Fingers crossed. Uh, Book-wise, I have sent out all the subscriptions this month so they are all on their way. If you haven't had it yet, you should have it very, very soon. And now looking forward to the Arenda parcels. They go out mid-month and uh, if you haven't yet signed up, please do. You get some amazing books from them. Mostly crime, but they do publish some amazing literary fiction as well. Uh, so go and check out Arenda, then check out Arenda Books subscription at burtsbooks.co.uk and use code WELCOME20 to get 20% off your first month. Right, that is the adverts out of the way. The only other thing to tell you about, uh, admin-wise, is that I have just bought myself a new fruit tea. It's apple and cinnamon flavoured, and it smells delicious. It's like, it's like a candle. It's like I've walked into Christmas. Um, but when I drink it, it just tastes hot. So I'm a little bit disappointed. Um, I've got another flavour, a blueberry one, which I might try later. Um, but enough of tea. Let's talk about books. And today I'm going to be telling you about... Jasper Ford's novel, Shades of Grey. Uh, you'll know, probably, if you've uh, been following Jasper's career, that this book came out many, many years ago. It's not new, and in fact, it is a reread for me. But I'll be telling you all about why I've picked it up again on the other side of this music. If you'd asked me many years ago when I first read Shades of Grey by Jasper Ford, what it was about, I probably couldn't have told you uh, very well, at least not succinctly. I'm only saying that now because I feel like I understand it a bit more, but fair warning, I still may not be able to explain it. Let's start with the blurb and then I will attempt to tell you a bit more about it. It's Britain, but not as we know it. Entire cities lie buried beneath moorland. Echoes of lost technology pepper the landscape, and there is evidence of conflict in abundance. Democracy has been replaced by a colotocracy. Visual colour dominates society. 
from the feed pipes that keep the municipal park green to the healing hues you view to cure illness, to a social hierarchy based upon your limited colour vision. You are what you can see. Eddie Russett has no ambition to be anything other than a loyal drone of the collective. With his better than average red perception, he could marry an oxblood, inherit the stringworks, maybe even make prefect. Life looks colourful. Life looks good. But then he moves to East Carmine and falls in love with a grey named Jane, who opens his eyes to the painful truth behind his seemingly perfect society. Where have all the spoons gone? What happened to all the people who never returned from High Saffron? And why, when you begin to question the world around you, do black and white certainties reduce themselves to shades of grey? You may know Jasper Ford already. He wrote the uh, series of books, Thursday Next, and that was how I discovered him. And I actually think they were his first books that were published. So he then wrote, I mean, they were quite balmy. And then he wrote the Nursery Crime series, and he's done a couple of other standalones since then. But in about 2019, no, 2009, not 2019, 2009, I want to say, let me just look at this. Oh, 2010, it says in the front of this book. He published Shades of Grey. And at the end of this book, it says... Such and such characters will return in, and then lists two more books. Now, he does this at the back of his uh, Thursday Next series as well. So says Thursday Next will return in, and then lists a book that never actually gets published. It gets a different name or what have you. But generally, does return. Well, it has been nearly 12 years, and Eddie Russett has not yet returned. However, that is all going to change, because a new book by Jasper Ford, Red Side Story, is being published this year, and it is a sequel to Shades of Grey. So that is why I went back and re-read it. And I've got to say, I feel like this is slightly more bonkers than anything he's, else he's written, but perhaps as well a little bit more serious and a little bit more, I don't know, adult, a bit more grown up. To say serious, I mean, it's still very funny in, in many places and I really laughed out loud a lot. Uh, but let me try and explain. I think the blurb does a good job of putting it out there. Um, but I'll try and explain how this society is made up. And it's really important to know that when you're reading this, you don't get told all of this in one big information dump. It kind of gets peppered along. So you kind of just have to sit in and read the book and enjoy the ride. But I will try and explain what I think has happened and what, I, what information I've gleaned so that you can go into it with a little bit more understanding. This world is maybe, it's in the future, we don't know how far in the future, but there was a big event, and they call it the something that happened, and they don't really know what that was, but everything changed at that point. And this is then about 500 years or so after the something that happened. So we don't know when the something that happened happened, but it was probably around the 21st century. So based on the technology that they had, uh, that we see glimpses of um, through Eddie's eyes. 
500 years pass and we're in now this world that Eddie is in and the people there, are, something has changed within them and their eyes are different and they all have very small pupils and they can all only see certain sort of parts of the spectrum, parts of the colour spectrum. And many people can either see red or green or yellow or blue, but there's very, like, nobody can see all the colours anymore. And then there's these greys who can barely see anything. And so they're called the, after the colour that they can see, the one that they perceive the most. And a hierarchy has come up around that. And what I, what I don't quite get about these hierarchies uh, is that the people, the people in charge are the ones who can see the most. So the, the red person, the person who can see the most red is the prefect for the red. And there's prefects for each colour. And then you've got purple, who uh, are the ones who are like head prefect. But they're not a prime colour, so I don't know why they're the ones who get to pick, but maybe it's because purple is a royal colour and it's a hangover from, from our time. I don't know. So we've got we've got we've kind of got that set up. So imagine these people who can only see one colour. Uh, so if you are a yellow, for instance, you can't see anything other than yellow. Your eyes sort of refract away any other colours. So if you look at grass, it appears yellow. Because to a person who sees green, it would be green. To a person that sees blue, it would be blue. To a person that sees red, grass would be grey. Because there is no red in grass. But somebody who is yellow sees only the yellow pigment of grass. So they see it as green. So anything that is not that colour, they see as grey. Apart from what the... Uh, sort of head office and the, the um, colatorium I think it is, I'm not entirely sure, but they pipe artificial colour into places so it costs a lot of money but it means that people can see it. So in, in these parks, these special parks, people can see all the colours because they are artificial colours but they can only see natural colours of their shade. At the age of 20, everybody is tested as to what they can see. So it's kind of understood that somebody who's got two red parents will have red, uh, high red sort of visibility. And it's this world where people aren't encouraged to marry out of their colours. So you kind of end up with these tribes. That is the basic setup. But this head office people, the, basically the people in charge, the government, there are these things that are referred to called great leap backs and basically technology is being thrown away, it's not being used anymore, they're living to somebody's uh, sort of deeds and uh, sort of, di uh, not directions, but basically like there's this cult almost around Munsell, his name is, and they're all living to him but nobody really knows why? And everybody's really accepting of it. And that is the world Eddie Russett finds himself in when he and his father end up travelling away from their home to fill in for a uh, colour swatchman. Now a colour swatchman is basically like a doctor and he, he calculates different shades of colour and shows these swatches to people and it will cure them of any ailments. 
and people for instance get hooked on some of them so like people will get hooked on green particularly and green is something that is shown to people almost to anaesthetize them uh, in a way as well so this is um it, this world is really based i mean it's so about color it's insane but eddie and his father travel to uh east carmine and there they are sort of thrust into this village life and they become well eddie certainly becomes very suspicious of some things that have gone on uh he meets jane and then later meets her again uh but she couldn't have possibly got there in time so something's going on with her and the man that eddie's father has replaced why you know what was his death about is that as uh, sort of straightforward as it seems or is there something else going on this is a book that you need to pay attention to but oh my god it is so good it is so funny but it also is one that really makes you think about things because you're trying to understand this world and trying to understand why people are like that which is silly based basing it on color it's silly uh, but then you start to think well hang on what how would somebody view our society what would seem silly to them um and these are the these are the things that you kind of guess okay well let's go with it and you can start to go okay i understand how they've ended up like this i understand how they've ended up like this and then you're also trying to solve this equation, this problem. What was the something that happened? What happened to humans that made them become like this? Are, in fact, Eddie Russett and his friends, are they in fact humans? Because we start to meet people called riffraff, and they seem to be able to see all colours, and they call themselves the Diginous. Uh, which presumably means indigenous, and so maybe, maybe they're the real uh, humans. Maybe they're the leftover humans, and Eddie and his team are something new. Maybe there's something else going on because we only see sort of small parts of of this world, and there are whispers that there are places out to sea where there are other islands and maybe different ways of living. So. You can understand why people have been desperate for Jasper to write another book, and it's finally coming. Um, so I've reread it. I hadn't really remembered much about it, uh, apart from that I found it very confusing. And now, I'm less confused than I was. I get it more. I possibly paid a bit more attention. I'm a bit older. Maybe that's part of it as well. And... Yeah, I'm really now looking forward to Red Side Story um, by Jasper Ford, which comes out in August, or maybe July. It's on birthbooks.co.uk for you to pre-order. I am going to leave it there, because there's not a lot else I can say without spending hours and talking about it, because it becomes so complicated. But when you're reading it, it just kind of all ticks along and makes sense. I think fans of Terry Pratchett will love it. I think if you've never read a Jasper Ford book before, maybe try this one because this is one that 
uh, it's not part of a bigger series yet. Um, there is a second book coming, but if it goes uh, as it has done before, there won't be a third book for another ten years. And I think it's a bit more serious, a bit more adult side of things. So give it a go. It's called Shades of Grey. It's by Jasper Ford. Right, that is it. Thank you as ever for listening to me waffle on. Uh, sorry about this one, because I feel like I haven't really properly reviewed it, but it's good. Read it. Go and find it. It's called Shades of Grey by Jasper Ford. It's available at birthsbooks.co.uk to order. I should just say that it is currently out of stock with my supplier, but stock is on the way. So it may be a little, little, little delay, but I'm not sure that it will be very long. It's possible that they're reprinting the cover um, and I've got getting a new one ready for the publication of Red Side Story later this year, which you can also pre-order right now at birthbooks.co.uk. Uh, please do get in touch with me. I want to know if you have read Jasper Ford's book, uh, Shades of Grey, or any other books. Tell me about them. Email me Bert, at birthsbooks.co.uk or find me on Twitter at birthsbooks. There as well, I want you to tell me all about uh, anything you have read, anything you want to read. Uh, if you want to order something that is not on the website, just let me know on those places and I will add it for you as soon as I see your message. And it will it'll be as quick as that and uh, you'll get it added especially for you. Please do remember to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. That way you will never miss an episode and you will be the first to find out what I am reading next and what I'm enjoying and what I'm loving and therefore what is likely to turn up in some of the subscription bundles later on in the year. Uh, that is it. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to let everybody get back to their evenings. I'm going to go and drink uh, some blueberry tea, which hopefully tastes a bit more than just hot water. I will speak to you all very, very soon. Keep reading.